Hey guys, so this is the podcast. It's been a while since I've updated the podcast. Sorry about that. Been busy with work, but yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, mice and rodents. Sorry if you hear some background noise. Um, it's raining over here, but uh, yeah. So we've been getting a lot of calls for mice and rats. Um, this is that time of season where they are looking for shelter. So they um, come inside, any kind of structure, uh, looking for food, shelter, um, and a nesting area to reproduce. So yeah. So I always get a lot of so the calls that come in for rodents it's always a specific question is what are you going to do um that i can't do um because usually what happens is most customers come out and they are trying to uh they go to the um you know, if it's a guy, usually or a husband, he'll say like, hey, I went to the feed store, assuming that the feed store has stronger or better products to get rid of pests. Um, usually they sell the same stuff that the grocery store sell. It just might be repackaged. Um, you might find one or two items that are a little different, but that doesn't mean they're better. So, <clears throat> so yeah, um... Uh, so we always kind of tell the, the, the three top things that we do is, uh, bait, trap, and inclusion, exclusion, meaning that we try to figure out how they got in the home and, Um, seal up those areas or at least give recommendations on how to repair those areas so that the so that pests don't continue to come in <coughs> sorry about that yeah so um, yeah that's about it um, oh, sorry I keep saying um, I got a YouTube comment about a year ago that said he says um too much but I don't talk like this on a regular basis to people um or to a group so sorry about that but um I would recommend that you know we come in do the inspection we try to exclude we usually exclude if there is a opening three inches or bigger, we usually can't in include, um, exclude unless um, we come back with equipment usually. So that could be a area that's too big for us that the materials on our truck, we can't usually seal it up right now. So we usually give a, a cost or a we what we'll do is usually um, give 
a estimate on what it would cost to repair it and then come back and repair it. But baiting and trapping is usually what the customer tries to do. Um, and, and usually fails. The problem is, is that the bait that at the feed store, at the grocery store, is not strong enough and it doesn't work fast enough. Um, and it's easy, it's easily detectable. So what they'll do is sometimes they can eat a little bit, not enough to poison them and still survive. Or it's easily detected that it's not healthy for them or poisonous, or it is poisonous for them. So then they won't eat it. So uh, the traps, usually they're very smart. You know, mice and rats, they're getting smarter and smarter. So you might get a couple, but the problem is, is once you get the couple, one or two, the other mice and rats, they kind of adapt to the traps or to the environment. And so they know not to run into some of these traps. Usually the young ones will run into the traps a lot. Um, rats are a little different. They are a lot smarter. Um, so... Uh, we have techniques to deal with kind of smart pests, but any, but exclusion is always the best way to go. Um, we come in there and try to handle the the ones you got in the house once they're in there because they don't leave if it's cold outside or rainy or the bad weather. Um, I even have customers that have mice and or th that have. Uh, cats and then the cats are kind of lazy or they've that hunting instinct didn't ever kick in or they don't care and so it's my our job to come in there and handle it um usually if a, a house has predators like dogs <coughs> or cats the customer uh the mice and rats still can stay in the home they're just a little smarter and a lot more cautious so that's usually how that works um, there's different techniques for trapping there's different techniques for baiting um, the best bet is to you know for any pests that we deal with is that we need to learn the biology of the pest and then also the behavior of the pest and this helps us this helps us Sorry about that. It helps us to uh, figure out how to eliminate the pest the most effectively. And yeah, the most effectively, right? Without, you know, causing danger. Um, usually another, another concern that customers have is, hey, um, is this gonna be safe for my pets, right? Um, and usually we place any bait that we use in a sealed container that dogs or cats can't get in. They're dog-proof, meaning that the dog would have to gnaw and chew on the uh, bait uh, box for a long time before they could even get in it and, and even then we'd be back before they could get back in it or the customer would see it you know so 
traps, of course, kind of like um, if a dog or a cat caught on a trap, it wouldn't kill them, but it would, you know, you know, it would make an owie, but nothing, I don't even think, worthy of going to the vet. There is um, cause and concern that some of these uh, baits that we use have secondary poisoning, meaning that they, so a mice and rat might eat some bait, go outside and get trapped by a predator. The predator eats that mice and because the mice had ingested the poison or the rodicide is what is the proper name, rodicide, um, that they could pass away or die from the rat or mice being poisoned too. So in California, I think they're banning a lot of those um, in other states they're considering because so many uh, animals are getting secondary poisoning. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, so that, yeah, that's cause for concern. So kind of sucks for those guys in California because now they're going to have to rely on a lot of other techniques. Um, and it does make their job a little harder, but hey, we're professionals, so um, if it was easy and if anybody could do it, you know, anybody would get poisoned and throw it out in their house and they'd be done. But we do have a lot more knowledge and a lot more skill, so for those guys, it just might take a couple months or years to kind of adapt, and I'm sure they'll be good to go um, without using the rotocyte. Uh, it kind of sucks though because um, I think they're going to limit it to like um, residential homes because um, sometimes commercial facilities like you can't afford to have any time um, you can't afford to have too much time where the mice uh, has the ability to uh, survive and, and mate so rotocide might be permitted on like you know facilities that deal with uh, food processing or or preparing food so but again that's not I'm in the Midwest so that's something I, I don't I won't um, have to deal with anytime soon anyway those are kind of some of the techniques that we use that we do um, inspection is a big part of it um, and inclusion is a big part of it because what's the point of getting rid of the mice when they can just come back you know what happens here uh, where we're at the weather changes a lot so it could be cold one day hot the next so in that hot weather their structure that the pests are in may be warm enough and not have a good enough um, food supply that they will um, they will you know look for other places and other facilities to kind of uh, for a better environment for them uh, so yeah so that's some information um, you know our um, our company name Pathfinder Pest Control, give us a call, 918-892-5254, um, also known as Tulsa Bedbug Specialist. Um, happy 2024, 
it's a new year and so we're hopefully we can do better and bigger things in our industry and in our field and in our for our clients as well so um, thanks for listening if you have any other questions you can you can text us that number um, there's a lot of contact forms on our website or even email us <clears throat> or if you're in our area and you happen to be in our area hey come uh, call us and we'll provide you service so thanks for listening guys till next time